You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 27, Victim Mentality. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. You're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected. This is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Well, hello, Mama. Thank you so much for being here. I have a great episode for you today. But first, I'd like to share an iTunes review that I received last week from a listener in Canada, Mel84Issa. She wrote, I love this show. It touches on topics that I find very helpful. I also love that they are short and to the point. It works great as I can download the episode and then listen after I drop the kids off and actually finish the episode before I get to work. Quite often, I will share some of the info I heard with my colleagues at our morning meeting. I think this podcast is excellent for people with or without children, as it has a lot of practical life skills. Thank you so much. I'm grateful to have found your podcast. Wow, thank you. I'm so grateful that you found it too, and that it's helping you and leading you to discussions with your colleagues. I love when I hear from you and when you share your reviews on iTunes, because not only does it give me good feedback... But the more reviews the show gets, the more people see it in iTunes. And so please, if you haven't already, go and leave a review and let me know what you think. Let me know how the information here has impacted you and your parenting. I also want to mention that more and more of you have scheduled mini sessions with me, and I have loved speaking with every one of you. You are all amazing. So if you still haven't scheduled your free mini session, go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and get on my calendar, okay? I want to talk to as many of you as possible this year. Today, we're going to talk about a topic that I feel really passionate about. I mean, I feel passionate about all of the topics I discuss on the podcast, but this topic really gets me going. I may need to do more than one episode on this because there's just so much to say. So for many years, I struggled with a victim mentality. And although I hated feeling like a victim, it took me a long time and a lot of coaching to get unstuck and stop indulging in self-pity and the victim mindset. So what is a victim mentality? It's a way of thinking, a way of seeing yourself in the world as always getting the short end of the stick. As someone whose feelings are always at the effect of outside circumstances or other people, and whose life is like a target for challenges and obstacles. People with a victim mentality really believe that other people or external circumstances cause their suffering. This is never the case. We cause our own suffering with our thoughts. Thoughts like, this shouldn't be happening. I have it so bad. Nobody appreciates me. Nobody helps around here. Nobody cares. I have to do everything. My life is so hard. People with a victim mentality always have a lot of drama in their lives. 
There's always something or somebody to complain about and lots of reasons why their life is the way it is or why they are the way they are that have to do with everybody else, right? They're constantly comparing themselves to others and believing that everyone else has it so much better. They often get defensive, blame others, and try to control everyone and everything around them due to how out of control they feel themselves. The problem with having a victim mentality is that it puts you in a completely powerless position. Whenever you blame someone else and give them credit for a feeling, action, or result in your life, you completely disempower yourself. No one is so powerful that they can make you feel anything. You get to decide in every situation how you want to feel. It doesn't mean you have to feel happy all of the time. There will be times that you want to be upset about something. That's fine, but take ownership of it. Don't blame anyone else for creating a negative emotion in you. Taking responsibility isn't the same as blaming yourself. Many times when I introduce this concept to people, they turn the blame on themselves, beat themselves up and tell themselves it's all their fault. They're a horrible person. They can't do anything right. So that's not what I'm suggesting you do. Blaming yourself feels terrible and it's disempowering. Taking responsibility, on the other hand, feels very empowering because if your thought is causing your negative emotion, then you have the power to change that if you want. For example, consider the difference between me thinking, I yelled at my daughter because she wasn't listening to me, versus I yelled at my daughter because I had a thought that caused me to feel angry and I reacted to my anger. She didn't make me yell. I'm 100% responsible for my behavior. Instead of getting angry with myself, I can be curious and compassionate with myself about how I chose to react in that situation. If I blame my daughter, then the only way I can stop feeling angry and yelling at her is if she changes. But I can stop feeling angry and yelling even without her changing. I have the ability to respond any way I want. And if I'm a victim, do you know what that makes my daughter? A villain. Thinking of her in that way isn't useful and only keeps me stuck in a victim identity. The best way to stop identifying as a victim is to stop seeing anyone else as a villain. Most of my clients don't identify as having a victim mentality. They don't consciously choose to think in this way. But remember, the brain wants to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and conserve energy. And assigning blame to other people for our results in life is much easier than taking responsibility for them ourselves. When we blame others, we can avoid taking the sometimes difficult action required of us to make a change in our lives. Also, because the brain always wants to be right, it will constantly assume the worst in others and look for evidence to prove our victim thoughts true, that life is so unfair or this kind of thing always happens to me. And while the brain is looking for that evidence, it will often miss evidence to the contrary. For example, if you're always paying attention to how your husband doesn't help cleaning up after dinner, you might miss other ways he helps around the house, like taking out the trash and mowing the lawn. Another reason people indulge in this self-pity party 
and again, this is on a subconscious level, is that they get lots of attention, sympathy, and validation from others. Poor you. How could she do that to you? You deserve better. You shouldn't put up with that. That's so awful. And so on. And all of that attention just reinforces their belief that they're victims. I actually believe we're raising a generation of victims. In my role as a school counselor, I try to empower kids to get out of the victim mentality. They're constantly blaming other people for their feelings and their behavior. Recently, a student got caught playing games on her iPad during class, and instead of taking responsibility and admitting her mistake, she said, It's not fair. The teacher's so mean. Why is that even a rule? I was done with my classwork. I wouldn't be so angry if I wasn't here talking to you. Victim, victim, victim. And in many instances, the parents of these students will agree that their child is a victim rather than holding them accountable for their behavior. Do you know the number one complaint about teenagers? That they don't take responsibility for themselves. But how can they when their parents are always bailing them out? Last week, a student came to my office and said, my friend is being mean. And I said, okay, what exactly did he say or do that you think is mean? Well, he said he didn't like my new backpack. He said it was ugly. Now, I could have said, and I'm sure many adults would have said, oh, you poor thing. That wasn't a very nice thing for him to say. I'm going to talk to that student right now and let him know that he can't say such things because that hurts your feelings. But instead, I said, do you like your backpack? Great. He's allowed to have his opinion and you don't need to get upset about it. Could he have kept his opinion to himself? Absolutely. But he didn't. So now you get to decide how you want to think and feel about that. Now, some people might say, oh, so you're teaching kids to just take it and not stand up for themselves? But there's no need for them to stand up for themselves unless they see themselves as victims doesn't mean that they don't say something back. It just means that they don't say something back out of anger that they've created from their thought about what was said. This kid could have responded with, well, it's my backpack and I like it. Or even, you know, that's something you didn't need to say out loud. Next time, please keep your negative opinions to yourself. I think that as moms, we need to set the example for our kids and demonstrate what it's like to be an emotional adult who takes responsibility not only for our feelings, but for our actions and results in our lives. We need to stop blaming the government, the media, our parents, our bosses, our spouses, our exes, our kids, and take back our power. Is there someone in your life that you think is the cause of your pain? Is there someone in your life that you feel is causing you a lot of suffering? Ask yourself why you think they have the power to create your feelings. How can you stop blaming them and start taking responsibility for your feelings moving forward? Everything you want is on the other side of accepting total responsibility for your life. That's it for today. Love you, Mama. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast. If you liked this episode, please take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes and make sure you subscribe too so you never miss a show. Got a question, comment, or idea for an upcoming episode? 
email me at pam at lessdramamoremama.com.